bekannt. Fatal. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Kant Fatal. I'm Marco. I'm extremely sleepy, uh, but I do have an online shopping problem. Um, but now I know what I shopped for, and I'm also your guest cartomancer. Hi. I mean, is I'm also extremely sleepy, and I'm committed to that. Hello. I'm finally back to the good microphone, <laughs> and my name is Mafalda. And hi, um, I just woke up, so let's get this show on the road. <laughs> and I'm Van. <laughs> I can go back to sleep. <laughs> oh man, what hi, a week! Everyone. What a week! What a week, huh? How? Twenty twenty has been really all? doing it for us. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! Right? Uh, I'm loving it so sure. far. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> what the whole year or just this week oh anything just take your the pick whole, it's also great year. you can never go wrong you know it's like the little black dress of years it's, it always works <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that description you know that that uh reese witherspoon meme that's going around where um people have like uh january february march oh i've seen a million of those with with a million different people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I find it so funny and so relatable. I think the best one I saw was one with uh, Natasha Lyonne and Russian Doll because it's very on point because it's like repetition and every day something goes wrong. It's a different type of shit every day, but it always goes to shit. So I was like, yes, this is what this show was created for, to create this specific <laughs> meme. Perfect. My, my favorite oh. one, my favorite one is from season 12's um, Drag Race with Jan. And Crying every day? Yes, yes. Yeah. I saw it yesterday. <laughs> she's like, she looks confident. Then she, she looks, looks beautiful, confused, stunning, gorgeous. Then she starts crying. Sad and she breaks down. <laughs> every day yeah. crying because somebody make it stop. Uh, I saw, I saw, speaking of, it's kind yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I saw something no, on Twitter no, you know. the other day that was, and to me, it was like peak, okay, we are living in the Matrix. Now I know that this isn't really reality. So I'm almost relieved. Um, somebody <laughs> took a screenshot of a conversation in like a Facebook group, like a Christian Facebook mm -hmm. group, which so far so good. If that's your jam, good for you. But it was like somebody making like a very heated point like, Oh, and how do you explain this? How can dinosaurs have had existed? How did they have sex? And then they have these little graphs of like toy dinosaurs like piled on top of each other to make the point that it was physically impossible. Right? You you do realize that's not like so so how could they have existed? Huh? Take that. And I was like, nope. Okay, I, I'm done. I think I'm done. I've reached my limit with Christians against dinosaurs. That's that's. <laughs> I found my limit, and have you, there it is. Have <laughs> the you limit does exist. That, that docu-series that um, Isabella Rossellini did years ago oh my God. about the sex life of animals. Yes, I still if want to see that. Please hmm. check it out. The one with the bees is amazing. You showed me one, and it, it was really cool. I have yeah. not I have not seen this so that let's definitely link it in the show notes yes. if we can uh, if we can find yeah. it. Um, 
it's not it's not necessarily related to what you're saying, but it's I think tangentially related by way of of Christianity. I just wanted to share an experience I had yesterday. Oh, no. um, so I just got to Uber Eats delivered to my house. No big deal. Totally normal. Uh, I was distracted doing other things, and I saw that the person sent me a message saying I'm here. And I'm like, okay. And I also read, I am deaf, and I'm like, I am oh, deaf. Oh, yes, as oh. in they they cannot hear. Oh, deaf. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, so I was like, uh, okay, because I didn't know what to do with that information because <laughs> no, I was already right. rushing. Mm-hmm. I went to the door. Mm-hmm. And I had this very cute conversation without words with the delivery guy in which he said, your food looks great. Oh, uh, I uh, like I looked at it and got super hungry. And I'm like, yeah, you should try it. <laughs> sounds like and a... We had this... <laughs> sounds like we had this, like... Meg Ryan and no, Tom no, no. Hanks on Hallmark. <laughs> no, and we had this amazing conversation. Aww. And all the time I was like... The only sign language I know is abortion. Because <laughs> I think we've got an episode title. I mean, we, we're not going to talk this. Few years yeah, ago, so like, down. do you do you know what the sign language for abortion is? I like no. I looked this up. This is for American Sign Language, and I think I got this from a very very old school podcast called Don and Drew Show. Uh, that I I'm I'm not even sure if they're still a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think she, so Dawn was fascinated by the fact that the sign language, I'm going to try to explain to our listeners. So if you can put your hand parallel to your body, palm down, Which I'm going to try to do this for everyone. Yes. Okay. So palm down, mm-hmm. um, and then you can get your other hand and put it kind of like uh, with palm up to that hand, it, as if you were in the sort of like a prayer position, kind of. Okay. And then what you're going to do is scrape the bottom of your hand and throw it away. That's oh, my God. Language. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because it's the sign language for removal or like oh. disposal of something. Yeah, that's what it feels like, disposal. <laughs> so, and that's the only thing that's Why? in my brain. Damn, son. Because... Okay. Because I just find it so funny that the sign language for abortion is remove child, <laughs> yes. move to trash. Oh God, too much. Child exactly. has blocked the chat. God, Jesus Christ. All right. But yeah, then. but 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 like I had in my mind, like I have to learn some sign language for next time if I see him again, just mm-hmm. to say thank you or yes. thanks for your work or something like that. Like, Actually, I would li- love to learn um, Portuguese sign language yeah. because. Same. Because it's I, ha- I, don't I have know, it... um, no, go ahead. I have a friend um, uh, who you know, Patricia. Um, she took Patricia sign language courses. Yes. Is there Patricia anything she doesn't know? She took... Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's our ambitious little Scorpio. Um, uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I'm gonna nod and wave. Okay. But what what she said, and I'm I'm not reading her. But what she said was that, you know, if you don't practice, uh, it, it goes yeah, away. Like so unless yeah. you have someone to actually practice, practice with, with uh, there's no point in learning sign language because mm. you won't memorize it. And a lot of it is, is very, you create new things, you mm-hmm. know, so, oh, some totally. words and some things is, is, is made up on the spot. Probably I'm like gonna... I'm going to try to remember to link this, well, not only to link a, a good illustration of of, uh, of what I just said, but I used to be really addicted to 
um, seeing sign language translations of popular songs because they exist. And essentially mm -hmm. what, what you have to do, because you can't translate every single word. There's no mm -hmm. sign language yeah. for the, yeah. or, mm -hmm. you know, like, like for those like middle sort of transition mm -hmm. connecting words. But you have to create something that has the same feeling or the same objective and sort of pass on that idea. And it's quite beautiful. And I remember that Sia, one of the first times she was on uh, yeah. American television, she did a performance in which she signed her entire song oh, as well. Oh, I think I remember that. It's, yeah. it's yeah. so cool. It's so Sia's cool. Sia's fucking cool as shit. Sia is awesome. I love Sia. Yeah, same. She can yeah. she can fucking sing. She can She's sing. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. And right. Did you know that Rihanna's uh, Shine Bright Like a Diamond? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, written a, by Sia. Yeah. yeah. I think she, a yeah. bunch of, she wrote like, a lot of pop hits. Yeah, like were Britney written songs, by too, were yeah, yeah, written yeah. by Sia. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, of food delivery, I have I have a cute little um, tidbit of knowledge that I oh, came across this, yes. this week. <clears throat> amazing. That in, in Florence, uh, Italy... Mm -hmm. There are, um, during the plague, and uh, they, they had a custom of having little tiny windows mm -hmm. uh, in, in the restaurants and, and places that sold wine that they used to deliver the wine, but just a cup, you know, out front or out the, in an outside manner. Mm. It's called Bucchetta del Vino, mm -hmm. um, and it's a tremendously cute thing. If you can look it up, uh, we'll we'll place the um, the link in our show notes. Mm -hmm. But essentially, imagine a wall, and then you have like this really tiny window mm -hmm. that you can just place your hand, and you get a <laughs> cup of wine. Oh, it's only so, like only enough room for your hand and the glass. Just that. Wow. It's, it's just that. And so it's Postmates for wine. It's like you have to go to the place and you get the wine. Is that helpful? What's fun? What's funny about this is that this was used during the plague, mm -hmm. and now it's having a comeback because mm -hmm. of the the coronavirus. Well, because of the so, plague. <laughs> <laughs> the twenty twenty. The twenty twenty. The plague. artist formerly known as the plague. <laughs> <laughs> this is the rhythm of the. Oh night. man, we're yeah. good today. Yeah. This yeah. is another yeah. good, yeah, good gonna, episode. I'm, I'm gonna write it down. Yeah. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> so, it, essentially, these these windows would be totally blocked off, just a reminder of the past. Yeah. But now they're opening up again, and people are, you know, tourists, and it's cute to watch. It's a, but it's like, what were these <clears throat> windows for, really? But is the and window then, oh! that little so that people? Is it is it a matter of shame so that you're not seen getting no, alcohol? No, it's, it's it... protection. All right, it's protection. I would say to avoid contagion. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Avoid the face-to-face -face, uh, spitting in each other's just... faces. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I actually this week I got um, I got a really bad experience at work because on our elevators we mm -hmm. only we can only ride two people at a time mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of people in in the whole building so it's manageable mm -hmm. however you get the occasional smarty pants who comes in and no one has the courage to say to anything. tell them get, so, up, get out yeah, yeah get get out uh so i was there and yeah. another person was there Third and this, this other guy comes in mm -hmm. and says 
well, you know, if it if it fits two, it fits three. That's not. And I was like, I'm not, not going to start arguing at eight fifteen in the morning. Mm -mm. So I just I walked off the elevator. You left. And he was baiting me like, yeah, I left. And he was yeah. like, oh, am I bothering you? And I'm yes, bothering. Yes, you I'm are. Like, no, I'm not. Goodbye. Gonna, have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to give. I am not yeah. going to give this um, a confrontation because. Mm -hmm. I think that person just wants to argue and and yeah. this is security's job. So I think people who are doing security have to take care of it. Not me. I'm not going to mm -hmm. police everyone's behavior. But it's really uncomfortable. You know, if I go out with three of my coworkers and mm -hmm. have lunch, it makes sense that the three of us go on the same elevator because yeah. mm -hmm. it's not different from what happened 10 minutes ago when yeah. we were having coffee. But mm -hmm. if it's someone that I've never seen, yeah. I'm sorry, wait for the next one, like I do. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know if you're noticing this as well or or I feel that people I, I don't wanna generalize this, but I ha I've had some inter social interactions in w in which I have uh had to take a step back and social distance myself because people are a bit confrontational. It's like, come on, come at me. Uh, do you feel that, or am I just hallucinating? I haven't, I haven't no, felt it a lot here myself, uh, mm -hmm. but it's very obvious that's happening in other parts of the world. That mm -hmm. people are just a little bit too cagey right now because they've had to spend a lot of time at home, so they're a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's tense. There are. I, I remember, for instance. Um, I went to get my hair done finally after months mm -hmm. and months of, you know, growing it out. And, and it looks glorious. Yeah. Thank you, darling. Certainly. Thank does. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, fishing for compliments. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Nothing against it. But I had to go to the ATM to get some money. And there were two people in front of me, two ladies. One of them was having difficulties because she was an older woman. Uh, she was having difficulty doing whatever Operating she wanted the to machine. do. Yeah. yeah, and then the lady behind her started to uh, just. Her. She didn't ask. She just went there to <gasps> to her side and started pressing things. No. Like, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Yes. And the lady got so so you know uh, stressed out yeah. and was like, "Oh man, this is she did this that? is not good." Yeah. So I had a. It's. It's it's yeah. this so thing. It's it's tense, especially if it's. I had a to similar experience. And I I I I was at the supermarket, and we have to keep the two meters distance, mm -hmm. and it's marked on the floor. Mm -hmm. And there was like a woman and her two daughters who was standing right behind me, so I moved away, and they kept going <laughs> towards me, and yeah, I, I kept moving oh, away, no. and it. Don't and I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to yell at you, but one of these days when I am, you know, virtually PMSing, <laughs> I am going to, I probably am going to go off on someone with this because yeah. it's really annoying. People do stand too close. Yeah. Or not, not far away enough. Yeah. I had to uh, like, comfort. Yeah. <laughs> my only, uh, I guess, related experience on that front is that I went to the ear doctor mm -hmm. recently and uh, he said, and I, I got there, I said, hi, we're both wearing masks. I sat down and I put my phone on the table. 
and he was like, please no do that. Mm -hmm. Because, so their policy is like for the patients to not put anything yeah. on their surfaces as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So they like, so he's explaining, so you don't carry anything with you and you leave it here. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I am not, we're not carrying anything and you won't take it with mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. home. You know, granted, no, after that, I just spent an entire day coughing and sort of freaking out. But no, it's definitely not, not Corona. Not the vid. I know. And whenever I cough, I go like, oh, my God. Could, <gasps> this could is this it. it. It's happening. Is, am I? Oh, no, I'm just, you know, clearing out my throat. <laughs> just, We're all yeah, getting paranoid. to survive in general. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, like, I am, I am wondering, though, because uh, if, you've, if you've been accompanying the sort of... Um, evolution of the pandemic like there 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 have been recently uh some some predictions that uh put it as far as like until 2021 nothing's going to be resolved essentially oh, yeah. like i am not counting the on full it. like the full next year I'm, um, i'm expecting to be more or less in the same circumstances a year from now yeah these are the advantages and, uh, of being a chronic pessimist <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I uh, what I wondered was so I f through some YouTube content that I follow, some uh, girl that I follow named Sierra did this 30 day challenge on her Peloton bike, and all I thought about was like I really fucking want to have a Peloton. <laughs> really? Those you have at yes. home and you see the little video? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like it sounds like like it sounds more fun than just your regular stationary bike. Oh, okay, bike. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, then I like I sort of looked more uh, into this and apparently this is an article from CNBC. 59% of Americans do not plan to renew their gym memberships. Oh. And this, is, go, and this is and this is a lot yeah no and this is a lot because there's a lot of online content even even if you had no mm. like membership. like not yeah. like anything mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of like youtube content yeah. there's like phone apps yeah. like some paid some free mm. that allow you to exercise exercise and, from home so. and there are a lot of personal trainers putting out content yes. and personalized mm. content right yes. now mm. yeah yeah the, though there's uh, a shift yeah there's a yeah huge like shift. though though i though i find it interesting that in this survey particularly people said that they spent around 177 dollars per month what on gym memberships which i'm like excuse me i love living in this country where everything is cheap because 177 but gyms bucks. here aren't cheap they're, especially I, I, they're not i'm not gonna yeah, name names no, 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 but no, no, i think no, you know which like, one i'm talking about they're not cheap no, no but there are no but there are gyms as like cheap as like 30 bucks if you want the most basic shit yeah and even in my small town basic bitch, yeah. area i pay like yeah around like 30 35 bucks mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah a few a few years back I actually paid for a few months mm. a personal trainer mm. in a gym, mm -hmm. and that was around 150 euros. But that's different. You have oh, a yeah, person yeah, yeah. like dedicated to; they're with you. Yeah, they're telling too. you what to do. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is just a, a straight like gym membership. Like you are just Damn, paying to just use to the machines and go stuff. through the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Mm. And uh, you know, contrasting to that, uh, Peloton stock has jumped 125 percent just just this year Damn. uh so they've gotten very accidentally lucky i think mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's very interesting because no one could have predicted. Well, it's it's the aside uh, from Bill it's Gates. the big bike industry. They're delaying the vaccine because it's financial. <laughs> the big bike. <laughs> you know, big pharma, big tobacco, big bike. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they, like they are, they are starting to branch out. Like they have uh, uh, treadmill products They're now as well. Riding that wave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So and and they've expanded to I think Canada, Germany, the United Kingdom. So they're kind of cool. starting to be kind of everywhere. So yeah, I just I just thought that was interesting because in the midst of all of this, I've not gone back to do physical therapy because I'm still mm. scared. I, mm. I want to do it and I need to do it. Mm. But I am too scared. Like, I was supposed to see my mom yesterday, but because I was feeling sick and coughing, I was like, nope, I'm not going to see my mother. No, yeah. Nope. Not going to see the six-year-old woman with breathing problems. Definitely not. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it kind of it kind of messes up with, uh, with our uh, mind if we have something. <sighs> or if, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> For instance, when I went to the hairdresser, I had to make sure that we were the only people inside. Mm. And that was the only reason why i did go so <clears throat> but but it's yeah. it's the um reasonable thing to do yeah it's it just is, different from normal it, life but it is the reasonable thing to do in these circumstances it is but then you kind of you kind of look around and then you go okay there are so many people not wearing masks people people be cray people are like do 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 and i'm like yeah, no yeah nope. no <laughs> i've <laughs> seen <laughs> Yeah, I've seen so many people lately just like not wearing masks at all, yeah. just walking out and about. And I'm, I'm always, I don't, I'm I don't sorry, know what to think of it. When you came to give me paint, I wasn't wearing a mask. I'm sorry. You've been canceled. I was wearing one. one. <laughs> tusk, 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 tusk. No, yeah, no, I was wearing one the entire time. I'm, I'm so tired of the whole. Mm. I'm not gonna say I don't want to wear a mask, but. Sometimes I forget, and yesterday I went out to pick up my mother oh. and her cat to to give her, uh, to take the cat to the vet. And mm-hmm. I, when I was driving and I looked in the rearview mirror, I was like, fuck, I'm not wearing a mask. So I had to call my mother and said, when you come down, please bring, you me, bring me a mask one? because yeah. I forgot. No, I had to. The other day I went to pick up breakfast for us. I was almost to the actual cafe and I had to turn back because I forgot yeah. I had a mask yeah. on. I, I think yeah. half the time I've already locked my house door and I'm like, shit, I have to go back <laughs> in every single time. The moment I turn the key, the final time, I'm like, fuck my life. Forgot Damn the it. thing. And it's right there. <laughs> I can see it when I leave, but I'm just uh, I'm dumb, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it happens yeah, a lot. Yeah, it, it gets stuffy. Yeah. Um, Catching on a a totally different subject, I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. uh, caught this, but apparently uh, there will be an American uh, song contest, just like Eurovision. Oh, so that's what it's about. Because I saw somebody tweeting, Americans aren't worthy of Eurovision, and I was like, that's true, (laughs) but it's also Eurovision, so it's not really an issue. And I thought it was about that movie, so I didn't explore it. No, no, no. <laughs> but they, yeah, they already fitting, have it. It's no. like American Idol and, I mean, every it's other TV show time. is like a song but competition this, there. Yeah, you would think that, but no. But this is going to be uh, with the 50 North American states. It's, it, yeah. I hope Canada wins. State. The way we have Australia and Eurovision, I hope Canada fucking wins. Sorry. <laughs> Just for the chaos. <laughs> you know what, Stop copying You know what would be actually funny yeah. if, like, Cuba somehow got oh my god yes snuck in there have 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 Puerto Rico in oh my (laughs) 
god, and have have it be a drag queen. Or many. Yeah. Fifty drag queens yes. from Puerto Rico and they wouldn't win. It be, wouldn't it be the first time. I mean, right? Send April Carry on, they will never figure out it's a man, so <laughs> But it's one of those things that that it it, it kind of it kind of messes with the mind because they already have so many song contests. Yeah, but they like like. <sighs> okay, fine. This they, is going to be like a state thing. They love a thing where people lose stuff. They and, they and, don't really celebrate also, the winning. They celebrate the everybody else lost. <laughs> like like they oh, looked at yeah. <laughs> they looked at at Eurovision and thought amazing a song contest. But for us, Eurovision is like, oh my god, look at how cute the Belarus outfits yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Because that's you know. Oh, I don't understand anything of this Azerbaijan song. Swedish, but I like the exactly. song. <laughs> I like oh, their dance. Oh, it's, Oh, but she sings really well. Oh, the dancers are really cute. That's and what it is. And it's, you it's such a wild card kind of thing, especially lately. Like you never know what you're gonna get. It's like totally. I yeah. I don't know. Surprise me, and sure as hell they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally. One, like, I didn't see that coming. I, I never saw that coming. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, for saw, sure. I mean, a song about a, a stalker being winning in your stalker. <laughs> oh my god. No, but 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 we've been like on, so we had uh, we had Salvador right who won. Yes. Then we had Kanae yeah. Azirish, and then last year we had Philippe Sambad who didn't win like the national thing, but he should have. So we're bringing on the freak show. Portugal is bringing on the freak yeah. show, and I'm loving it. Anyway, and and it's very very talented people. It is. That's the thing. They're very good. And yes. Speaking Sorry, of that, I, I have a, a I have another another segue uh, that oh, I will yeah. call culture from Portugal. <laughs> uh, this this past week, we we there was a a, a well known woman that passed away. Oh, yeah. From she called she she is called Fernanda Lapa. Fernanda Lapa. Uh, she was an actress and a stage director. She passed away at seventy seven, but she left behind uh, her trailblaze of talent, cultural activism, and resilience. Mm-hmm. She essentially has won a lot of not a lot well but well well deserved awards like the cultural merit medal and the golden globe she has several other nominations but one of the most relevant um actions and influences that she had she uh alongside a few other women created a school, school of women, Escola de Mulheres, in 1995. Um, because essentially she and her uh, other women that founded this, this school of women, it, 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 it's something that um, it's oriented to theater, okay? They kind of got fed up with the status quo of women not being able to act, direct, and do the same things as men here in Portugal, because most roles are really standardized. They're like, come and do this, come and be evil, come and, you know. And be somebody's mom. Be somebody's mom, be Brown. that, that you know, yeah. all of that they, they didn't agree with. And she influenced a lot of women uh, with with this school of women, and and if you think about it, it's 1995. It's not that long it's ago. It's very recent. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things one of the things that she said was, 
Theatre reflects all the contradictions, advances and setbacks of the role of women in contemporary society. Over the centuries, the voice of women has been silenced in several areas, and also in culture. And this reality is not worth concealing. Mm. We still suffer the consequences of these gags. Although much progress has been made since the 25th of April, that was the in 1975 uh, revolution. revolution here in Portugal, due to the struggle of progressive forces, but above all, by women themselves and their organizations. So, essentially, she's saying, um, organize, unionize, and uh, do your own thing, women. Yeah. And, she was great. You know, she was a very good she was, she was, yeah, she was very objective, very, very interesting actress, very alluring as well. She so. was super stylish. Super stylish, yeah, <laughs> super stylish. I have another, like there was another uh, person who passed away this week mm. uh, called Juvenal Garcés, uh, and he was my old boss. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, oh. So, so, so like I'm laughing here because it, it's not that it's not that it's funny he died, but it's like it took me a while to connect those two dots because it seems like another life like the me that just wanted to work in a theater mm -hmm. and just wanted to live that life essentially i'm still that mm -hmm. person kind of you know if i could get away with it and be kind of decently paid i i probably still will do it because i love theater i love but, what, would you like to be on stage musicals. no fuck no like, i would like to <laughs> okay, be i, Maybe I would might. like to be working in a theater, ah, you know, okay, selling tickets, production, mm -hmm. anything that is backstage, okay. I'd love to do. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and anything that is back backstage and requires zero creative effort. Uh, because I'm definitely liar. not that person. Oh but my god, so that's creative. so not true. Okay, yeah, no, 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 so no, no, but like, no, but like, what I'm saying is like, it couldn't be a fucking costume designer. Yes, you could. Uh, you know, oh, oh, come on, no, definitely no. Okay, <laughs> do not, okay, do not accept that. Okay, uh, but yeah, um, it's. It was weird because uh, someone came up to me this week and was like, oh, um, you're like someone that I don't talk to frequently at all. It's like, your old boss died. And I was like, the first thing I thought was my old job before this one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if it was my direct boss, I would have genuinely like been super sad mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I love that man. And he was so influential mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. But I had to really think like, oh, yeah, Juvenal was my boss. That's because... I and 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 the and the fucked up thing about this whole situation is that he so he, to for everyone's context it's going to be so fucking niche, but he <laughs> was from uh, Madeira, which is one of the Portuguese archipelagos. Mm -hmm. uh, so already, like I would argue, he wasn't from the most sort of like privileged yeah. upbringing, uh, and then he was sort of kind of in the underground theater scene almost, mm -hmm. um, but he was friends. Um, arguably, according to some people, possibly more, with one of the most sort of iconic um, Portuguese theater people, because he wasn't just an actor. Like I, I mostly knew him because he 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 was on the TV, like you know, saying poetry and all this stuff. So this guy mm -hmm. called Mario Viegas, mm -hmm. and the, and the theater I worked at was was named after him. Uh, and my, so my impressions of Juvenal aren't great, but <laughs> it was really weird. Like, I'm not going to fucking talk shit about the man, but he was like, 
let's just say like I wasn't his target demographic. So and and he wasn't really interested in connecting with people at that level. And it's mm-hmm. what is so what is bizarre to me is that in the years since I left, there's only been like sort of shitty things on the papers about him, like the things that um there's this whole article at one point about how he was mistreating people in the theater. Oh, please. Really? Um, mm-hmm. But, okay. um, and then was like, there was a whole nother thing that happened where the, the city hall or the, the, the big theater that was in the same building as this theater essentially removed him from it. Uh, but now everyone's like, oh my God, it's so sad. And he, oh, it was such a thick. Why didn't you say that to when he was alive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that actually is part of our culture in the sense that we mm-hmm. sanctify the dead. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother was not a horrific person, per se. <laughs> but but not she was not... If you describe no, she somebody as not, nice. not horrific, I, mean, I think we can assume. <laughs> I mean, I mean if, if Vanessa would call my house when we were younger and she picked up, and she'd be like, can I speak to Marco? And, and she would hang up on Vanessa. What? Like Why? that. So she was really, really nasty and, and cunty at times. Damn. Um, well, I had to get those cool. things from someone. You had to get it from um, someone. <laughs> yeah, I guess I had it from someone. <laughs> but when she Shit. died, you know, when she died, my mother would be like, oh, my mother, she was so great. And she, and, oh, yeah, and this, it's, this is the yeah. whole... This it's hard to be mad at somebody culture. who's dead, right? You feel guilty. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I it's, just, I it's all to appease guilt. It's also I what? Had, I had someone who... I had someone at work yeah. that um, passed away, rather, from a stroke. And she was she was my age, so... It, and this happened, like, three years ago. Mm. And uh, when, when she passed away, I was in um, Poland... Uh, on on vacation mm-hmm. and someone called me to tell me the news and of course I couldn't make it to you know the yeah, wake or right. the funeral or whatever mm-hmm. but when I got when I got home um, someone from work called me uh, that that was not a friend she was not like a close person and mm-hmm. she was like oh I was really offended that you weren't at this person's wake excuse me to which I said, well, I couldn't catch the 33 bus from Poland to Lisbon to go yeah. to the wake. However, yeah. I had absolutely no connection to this person. Uh, we weren't friends. We were basically on a, a good morning, how are you yeah. kind of like um, level. She didn't from work. work with Somebody me. you know from work. Yeah. It, it was someone I knew from work, but possi- yeah. possibly if I was here, I wouldn't go anyway. because I anyway, also yes. Tend- because I would have gone. I had no connection. I hate, that's like, why oh, I hate wakes and so... stuff like that. The whole performance mm-hmm. of it, it's... it's mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's like I, I wish, I wish grief policing. You're not sad enough. Cry! Shut up. Yeah. I think we have a very... a very uh, Not theatrical, but dramatic. Oh, no, no. Very dramatic theatrical. and <laughs> and dark relationship with, with, with wakes and... Yeah funerals and death we, yeah. we don't talk yeah. about death enough to dismystify it and understand that before we had this type of business where we um we pay for other people to bury our bodies mm-hmm. that we used to make wakes at home oh jesus we christ we used no. to be no 
you see that reaction but it, it was normal back then yeah yeah no it, it's yeah, it's convenient it's i'm not saying let's go back to that no no no, no. i'm just saying <laughs> it's convenient uh, to understand and have a, a better relationship with that yeah yeah you're like incorporated yeah. into huh life pun not intended because i think that like right now we're just creating two types of people people who are like i will die here's the specific list of things you need to do for my funeral Vanessa, really? Or, of course, or why am I people, surprised? <laughs> or people who are like, I want to be burned. I, That's I want it. my entire organs that like yeah. that, 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 that can be used to be if you can removed from recycle me. Recycle me, do that. And then burn <laughs> the rest of my fucking body. Yeah. And I don't even give a shit what you do with the ashes. Put them in the trash. I, not in the trash. Be respectful. No, but not like, in the trash. I don't but need like, like a whole want... production of exactly. Be respectful. I ain't yeah. there respectful. no more. I unsubscribed. It's fine. <laughs> I unsubscribed to life. I did. I unsubscribed to life. Marcus spam. You know, uh, in my case, I want no weight, no mass. Oh wait, he's got plans. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try and leave some money behind to. Thank you. Like remember me. I've always been a good wife. Of course. <laughs> no, but for my friends I'm to actually digger. go out and and have some drinks and. Talk, you know, talk shit about yes. me yeah. after I'm dead. Talk fondly of thing, you. you know. yeah. My original went, idea went... was like a huge party instead of a funeral. No, I don't. Yeah. That people would have a massive party when I died. No, to remember, you know, to remember yeah. me by, to remember the shit that I, uh, I've talked. And I the also have that you were a second plan, for, yeah. which is, yeah, after I was cremated, uh, oh, wait. bake cupcakes and send them to my en enemies. Enemies? <laughs> Damn! And you I will live this through forever. <laughs> I will take over their bodies and I will live death through them forever. <laughs> You're fucking so can I, I die, oh. if you get a cupcake, leave a recipe, please, because if we, uh, God knows that we don't cook them with the right <laughs> recipe, you are gonna come back from the dead and read us the bill. <laughs> <laughs> with your weird American measures like three and three quarter cups I'm like dude give me grams I don't know what that is <laughs> yeah give me grams <laughs> exactly I don't cup Fuck. with cooks what am I an animal <laughs> you have those fancy cookbooks with the weird measurements and the oh god and it has to be like a full moon and the third day of the springtime and, and it has I, meanwhile I'm, I'm, I'm eyeballing food. lemon pies in my kitchen and then we you know what Anyway, moving along. Oh, oh my oh. god, and this brings us to no segue. <laughs> a thing on the internet. Hello. A thing, a thing on, on the, the internet. internet. <laughs> uh, I want you guys to pick a number uh, from one to three. One, two, or three. You have all to, like, you, you have to agree on a number. Okay, I say three. I'm going to go with lucky number seven. <laughs> I think he didn't understand the pick. assignment. So, so three. Amazing! Yes. Fantastic! Wow. Uh, we're gonna tangentially talk about plants again. This is your fault because oh, you expected it. Again! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but uh, so this week I was uh, watching my YouTube subscriptions, and this girl called um, Carrie Dayton posted a video like, because I do follow some plus size YouTubers. Mm -hmm. And she posted a, a sort of like an outfit, like look what kind of thing, like. I shop from my closets uh, in the cottagecore style. And I was like, oh my god, what? I've just recently what? become aware of what cottagecore really? is. Okay, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, because but it, it came to me on the internet. I was like, this is a thing that exists? 
<laughs> no, it's precisely. Which is what? which is the whole You don't know Vanessa? Uh, crux, you don't the know? Crux of the oh, segment. okay. <laughs> I didn't even understand what you said. Cottage Cottagecore. Ah, like literally as if it was like the word hardcore mashed with <laughs> mashed with cottage. I think you're like gonna a really Vanessa. hardcore farming, like cottage. I think there's like I would say from what I've learned, a big intersection of interests of yours. And this uh, is so yes. So, <laughs> um, anyway, go I'm gonna I'm gonna read. So like Jesus. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like what is it? What is uh, going the on? first thing I did was 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 Google it. Here's the first line from the Wikipedia article. Cottagecore is an internet aesthetic which celebrates a return to traditional skills such as crafts, foraging, baking, and pottery, and is related to similar nostalgic aesthetic movements like grandma core. Oh yeah, and there's like farm core, goblin core, and fairy core. Okay. Yes, and there's like a, a whole lot, right? aesthetic in the way you dress too. Exactly. Right. So it's like that very like sort of prairie yes. thing. Like you have like a little cardigan uh, hat and, and a cardigan. Flowy dresses or flowy exactly. clothes. Exactly. So this has a name. <laughs> I know. I know. So you've been doing it, it all along. You just didn't know there was a name for it. <laughs> no, but no, but like the whole. So various uh, aspects of the current pandemic, like. Oh, I'm breaking, I'm baking bread. Exactly, Here's yeah, yeah. me propagating my plants. Like that whole shit apparently is somehow Cottage part core. of this aesthetic. Oh, yeah. What I also loved reading in this same article, yeah. Inej, I'm going to talk directly to you now. I, I think uh, I know where this is going and I already hate you. Okay, go on. <laughs> preemptively hating the, uh, you. So, go ahead. So uh, artists like Hozier, Lord, Lord Han, and Mitsuki... <laughs> Often have their rustic and romantic music style associated with cottage core. That's how I learned about it, exactly. <laughs> of course you did. But uh, I didn't so look for it, it just keeps popping up in my suggestions <laughs> on Instagram and stuff, and I'm like, all right, apparently this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. No, and it, like, I like. Fuck like, you, I, I hate you. I really want uh, you guys to get into this, because if you remember, like, a few, like, a fair few years ago, mm-hmm. Hige or Hige, like that however thing. the fuck you say it, yeah. was like yeah. exactly was the big thing. Yeah. So the the like the coziness fireplace candle, whatever. <laughs> I have a whole book on it that I read. That that is a very oh I have book. books too. Yeah. Um. But now this is the because to me they seem like kind of the same thing. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they I'm just not have an expert, a different name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's and I and know. I've also learned about another thing. Which from yeah. the same adjacent source, which is something called oh, dark academia, which I find pardon dark arcade- academia. So it's like also a whole like movement and aesthetics that has to do with basically being very very into uh, literature and reading the classics and reading poetry and reading like um, and there's also an aesthetic which I would describe basically as how would you imagine people how you would imagine people to dress in the movie uh dead poet society <laughs> like people would dress oh, when they're outside of I school see. i see so you know slacks brogues da, da, da. so that's a whole thing but it's, it's kind of, it also has kind of a dark tinge to it but i i think it's a lot of uh fun and i found there's this one account that i follow <laughs> i follow them solely because of their username being so funny and it's called dark macadamia and i thought that was hilarious <laughs> So like yes, immediate follow. Leave them a comment, telling Please. them how genius they are. So this is what it takes for me to follow you on 
on the internet, do a funny pun, and that's all I need. <laughs> Actually, so, yeah, that's going, the whole thing. going back to the fairy core and going back fairy to core? what we talked I love about that. to, fairy to um, TikTok, there mm -hmm. was a big, uh, not a scandal, but a big. Um, um, controversial action was was uh, baby witches a controversial? on TikTok. Not not to me because um, basically you don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't care because you know I my ten inclinations. I, I really don't care. But there was this group, this movement on TikTok by uh, TikTok witches that they were cursing TikTok the moon TikTok witches and curse yeah and cursing what? the fae. The and the occult community. Why would they curse like, the Fae? Cursing Tina Fae? I don't know, What's but this on? is a funny thing. With major occultists were like, these kids on? are crazy. What the hell are they doing? This is um, uh, this is awful and disrespectful. And this is the fun part, because thirty years ago, in the uh, in the occult society, when the, the internet started to bloom. The elders would be like, no, we don't want to talk about magic and the occult on the internet because the mm. kids are crazy. <laughs> so the kids from the internet wow. from 30 well, years are ago crazy. are not saying that the TikTok <laughs> witches are going crazy. However, mm. I did some Google uh, and I didn't find the original post about this. So there is no factual thing that anyone actually started cursing the moon. And basically, okay. <laughs> our favorite dominatrix, Soviet Mercedes, was like, <laughs> "I Mercedes," and we love we love her. And she was like, "People, if you're gonna start whining at things that people were whining when you were younger, do some research and see if that actually happened." Previously, in whining. Because otherwise, because otherwise, you'll be you'll be looking stupid. And I googled That's it because okay. I wanted to know how they would curse the moon. Or curse the fae. But what? What's? And I what, didn't find anything. What's it for? Let's say you did curse the moon. What's it for? And what have you got against <laughs> it? Isn't the moon supposed to be your friend if you're a witch? <laughs> what, I what's don't going know on? because I didn't find anything about it. I mean, why would you curse the has moon? That, has that become one so of those so internet myths? Like, yeah, maybe. it's an internet myth. Yeah, it is oh, an wow. internet myth. Oh. Speaking of internet myths. Have you seen videos by Chase Icon? I have not seen videos, but I've heard they're in the Race Chaser podcast, and I stand go, immediately. Go, stand. go, watch her voiceovers of Paris Hilton, Kylie Jenner, ah, yes. yeah, Lady she Gaga. Just like her, it's, she, it's incredible. She sounds exactly like Gaga. She also kind of sounds like Paris a lot. She is very, Paris, very yeah. funny. So, Actually, when um, you were showing that video and I wasn't in the room, thought, I thought yeah, I was thought listening was to Lady Gaga. Giving an interview. And then oh, I said, yeah. is that Lady Gaga? Isn't that Gaga? Gaga? It's not Gaga. It's not Gaga. It's Kate Icon. Come for Babylon. Babylon. No, yeah, yeah. Just uh, speaking of, of impersonators, but not really, uh, <laughs> I just have an audiobook recommendation that I would like to drop. Um, in in, in the, um, continuation of uh, racism and Black Lives Matter and understanding where racism comes from and why um, some 
white uh, supremacist groups think the way they think. There's this book called How to Argue with a Racist by Adam Rutherford. And, by, and the publisher is uh, Widdenfield and Nicholson, How to Argue with a Racist. It's a very interesting book because it, it not only covers the arguments, it covers the history of eugenics and genetics, the study of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, European scholars yeah. on genetics and yeah. race and Engineering where did that, that genetics yeah, genetics yeah, yeah. So it's very a very interesting book to know your facts, understand where um, most race-based information comes from or was manipulated from. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm learning a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. That for instance, in Africa, there's a lot of genetic diversity, even more so mm -hmm. than the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. It's mm -hmm. fascinating. Mm -hmm. So. Go read it or listen to it. I, I have something. I, I, I have a topic, guys. Turns out I do have a topic today. Holy Yay! shit! I know, I know. Mind-blowing. <laughs> it's marginally related. So, um, speaking of, of race issues and stuff, and like I said, this is marginally related. I don't know if, you've, uh, if you're aware of a new song that came out this week by, and I am searching the internet because I am an old by Cardi B Ooh. and Megan Thee Stallion. These are two uh, female rappers, female- Not uh, aware. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> Not aware. I can tell you right now. <laughs> These are two American mm -hmm. uh, female rappers and they're black too. And they've like done a collab and they released a song called WAP, W-A-P. I haven't listened to it because unsurprisingly, this isn't really my type of music and I haven't been curious enough to, to go listen to it. But it has sparked um, an interesting conversation online, which is about, it, it, it's a song, it's pretty like sexually explicit but which is not very surprising in rap nowadays including uh, coming from women and the fact that I have to make this observation is telling of what I want to say next but I saw yeah. a very interesting um, discussion online so actually I saw two now that I think of it um, somebody was commenting oh this is filth why are they talking like this this is unbecoming to women and that is this account that I follow on Twitter that I, that I recommend to everyone because despite its name well not despite it's called it's called whores of yore and it's a historical account about I uh, love that you, I you love follow that it account. there you go uh, yeah. it's a it's a it's the intersection of uh, historical and sexuality so it's very interesting and they were like oh I saw this comment and then they went back to recordings uh, by um, uh, singers uh, female black singers from literally a hundred years ago uh, so the the early recordings of uh, blues and jazz and all the the, the musical genres around that mm -hmm. uh, that were extremely explicit like you wouldn't put that on the radio today <laughs> and even mm -hmm. the metaphors they were so thinly veiled it was just like enough to, to like you would you, you wouldn't even sing it on the radio you wouldn't go on the radio just sing it live so you're just like making like the bare minimum effort so that was very interesting and regarding the song that came out now there was a very interesting tweet about somebody saying well actually I think it's very important that we have these types of songs where women have agency, where they're talking uh, uh, about sexually explicit comment, but where they have agency. It's not, they're, they're not the subject to sexual uh, content, or they're not singing it themselves, but 
um, catering to uh, a male audience, to what you what you would think a, a, a straight dude would like to hear a woman say. And I thought that was really, really interesting. Even if this is not the yeah. type of song that I will enjoy or that I will look for, I thought that was a really, really good point. And I, 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 I've seen the video, I agree. and I really love the song. Man, I'm <laughs> of course, tell you, you out of all of us, one the one line, dude here is the, one, the only person who actually knows about it. I'm going to tell you the one line that made me fall in love with this song. Oh, Actually, God, it's going to be bad, isn't it? I like, but my, fir- my favorite one is, yeah. I can make you bust before I, ever, I ever met you. <laughs> the power that that has, the influence that that has. <laughs> and that is, wasn't that... she says, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Yeah. I got this ring. No, but, uh, wasn't this like this whole reaction of like, oh my god, it's so sexually explicit? Mm-hmm. Wasn't this the same conversation we had when I forget who Missy was Elliott Jennifer Lopez or... with, with women that perform? No, it was um, Shakira. Like women mm. that performed at the at the Super Bowl, mm. and everyone's like, oh my god, my children! Ah, how dare you? When, <laughs> how do you I know... explain hips don't lie to my children? Exactly. Just like fuck off. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I did learn yesterday of a of a of a concept called fridging. What? Kind of related to you to, to your statement of women having agency. Mm-hmm. It's this whole thing uh, about uh, essentially like uh, fridging is refers to a woman uh, a woman in a refrigerator. Excuse so me? what this means is the particular trope in culture mm-hmm. where you just find a woman who's in a refrigerator or has been raped or mutilated oh or some other horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that makes the male character do stuff. But she doesn't get anything other than a name and her cause of death. That's essentially it. Wow. And uh, like, I find it very interesting that your, your description of, oh, women, oh, women having agency in this, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing mm-hmm. that people struggle with here mm-hmm. because these women are just plot devices. Yeah. They're not They're doing plot- anything yeah. to the story. They're just yeah. dead They're. in a fridge. And, and it, isn't it interesting when you understand those uh, plot things, mm-hmm. those plot concepts? Like, for me, what happens is I can no longer watch series like law and order or csi Mm -hmm. or because they all have that underlying thing of the woman in a refrigerator Mm -hmm. it's an excuse to enable you know just talk about and and it's fetishizing mutilation of women and and it's too much it's too much but there's some good things you know the wonder woman movie was great and in about a month we will have the wonder woman 1984 which I probably Ooh, will. Yeah. Not, yeah, because it's set in 1984. The cool oh thing about God, the, the Wonder outfits, Woman franchise. The eyeshadow. <gasps> be, no, because of the Wonder Woman franchise <laughs> yeah. uh, of the newest, you know, the newest uh, mm-hmm. rendition of, of Wonder Woman is the first movie, which was the origin movie, was set in World War One, mm-hmm. And this one is going to be set on in 1984. And it's going to be about one of the arch nemesis of Wonder Woman, which is Cheetah. And this uh, story was actually revamped in the early 80s by George Perez, who actually did the remodel of Wonder Woman as we know her today. 
and uh, because there was a, a big thing in the 80s which was called crisis of in infinite earth where because dc comics has a very very problematic history of messing up their timeline so things will not make sense like superboy and superman couldn't have existed in the same timeline and um and basically when they did the first reboot they've done like four or five afterwards because they keep messing it up but the first one which was uh, crisis on, on infinite earth was to reboot the whole continuity of of one of um, dc comics where supergirl gets killed uh wonder woman gets uh reset she's like uh turned into clay again and and you get to see the new Wonder Woman. And you when you get to see the new, when you get to see the new her, it's very much more linked to her mythological origins, where you go back to Temeskira and she can fly and she can do all those things that you, we see now in the movies, but but before we can do because actually Wonder Woman had very weird power uh, shifts. Like for example, even Superman originally couldn't fly; he just could jump very very high. He didn't fly at all. <laughs> and one, so he was yeah. like above average like man, a Hulk, but not Superman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and Wonder Woman Mildly also didn't fly. Man. She would she would she would ride Jumpy um, Man. She would ride an invisible plane, which you can see in the Linda Carter uh, series yeah. of the seventies, <laughs> where it's like a plastic plane with a yeah. with a Barbie doll inside driving it. the plane. I'm sorry. Know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just entertained by staring at Vanessa's like longing remembrance face whenever you said Linda Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Linda Carter like, is, mm. is is the iconic Wonder Woman. I mean, oh, the, definitely. The costume Gaga the dog, photo, like, so. like, like she ain't bad. <laughs> no, no, I no. like Gal looking Gadot, at her. She's great. I, 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 I love Gal Gadot, but Linda Carter yeah. dressed in Dior. The Dior? Seven. Fantastic, fantastic, Dior. yes. Yeah, the super and Lin Super Linda Carter outfit was Dior? No, no, not the ah, no, no, no. outfit, but the Diana Prince outfits, a lot of them were very, very high fashion and amazing. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. very campy. And Linda Carter, I, Linda gonna... Carter actually, sorry, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yep. Linda Carter, she actually uh, had a few cameos as uh, American president in the oh. recent series Supergirl. Oh, I see what they so, did. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's she still rocking that look. <laughs> she also did, I think she also did cameos on Smallville, too. Um, I don't follow that way, one, but way, it's highly way, possible. Way back when, usually because they would bring mm -hmm. out actors and actresses. They also did the, when they did the crisis. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on 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 super on Supergirl and with Arrow and the Flash and everything. I think they brought in, was it uh, Tom Wellington, who did yes, they Superman did. in Smallville, mm -hmm. Clark Kent. He was there. I don't think Dean Kane was there. I don't remember, because you know my my memory has gone to shit since Miss Rona mm -hmm. came into my life. <laughs> Miss Rona. But there were there, there were the a vet. lot of no. There, it was oh, but the the other Flash from the nineties also came in, which was a nice thing because they are giving. I us. loved that dude, that outfit. It was yeah. so cool. It didn't age well though, because I watched it the other day and it didn't, didn't age well. But it was kind of cool that they picked up other incarnations of these characters in in other shows and put them out there. 
to make sense of uh, merging all realities into one. Hmm. So yeah, I, I'm yeah. not like like I wasn't very big into comics growing up, so it, it's I I'm I'm basically only exposed uh, to it via the movies, and you know, so the fact that I married someone who marginally very heavily into comics <laughs> like the other day he's submerged it's, his, it's a hobby of his <laughs> no no uh we had to buy we remodeled our office and we had to buy shelving for some archival stuff because we can't we like there is not another place in this house for more books um but I, but I love him. At least I have to remember that. that, I, that I no, <laughs> a reminder, like every thirty minutes, remember you love him. Do not murder him. No, no, due no, to loving fine. him. It's just we like, do not like murder I think, we love. I think, I think we can be a very good match because, and and this kind of goes back to the cottage core thing a little bit. Like, hey, it was was mostly about you being minimalistic, and like appreciating little things and being super intentional with like how you have your house set up. Whereas cottagecore seems to be like, I need to have a lot of everything and everything is super hyper detailed, etc. Uh, and in some ways, me and him, like, I'm very minimalist when it comes to like, I like having a very small book collection that is comprised of only the things that I genuinely like. And it's, and it's honestly like, like not a lot of books and I'm fine with not owning everything physically and he's the opposite. And then in some other things, like plants or other hobbies we have uh i'm the like i'm the opposite so we kind of balance each other out i think uh do we have a do we have a reading we do i was looking at uh why do um why does this concept of the woman in the refrigerator exist so first card is the emperor so it's the patriarchy <laughs> The ruling patriarchy. The fucking patriarchy. Loves, the fucking patriarchy who loves to dominate everyone's attention and 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 keep fetishizing it and projection, the um, women as objects and not exactly as something. Because you know, here you have a man in the lovers card, which is the second one that popped up, and there are two women, and Cupid is blind. He doesn't even care. It's like. Only one woman is good enough. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it's and it, it it keeps us in this. We are still in this in this world of fiction where women mm. are not people, but they are objects. So that's why this thing perpetuates. Damn, that's that's a deep statement to end on. Uh, we 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 do have to end it here, folks. Uh, follow us uh, follow us on our on our socials. Um, just be cool and stuff. Yeah. And uh, remember, until next episode, uh, wear your mask, practice your social distancing, wash your hands, and be kind. Yeah, yes, indeed. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Confortal, Conversations and Easy Banter. Please like, rate, and follow our podcast in whichever platform you're currently listening on. Make sure to follow us at Confortel on Instagram and Confortel Pod on Twitter, where you can ask us questions and get the latest updates on our show.